so yeah, Tuesday I was driving in my truck going to the dentist and I kind of looked beside me and I thought to myself, you know, what if my, you know, what if, I, if people are talking about your best self and they always want you to be your best self, you know, I, and I, I realize I'm not my best self currently and that's something you have to work towards. I don't think you can ever be your best self because you have to keep working towards it, but I was thinking like, what if my best self was like right beside me and if I had made one decision differently in my life, then I would be that person. And I started thinking back to like, you know, pivotal moments across my time span on the earth and there was uh, there, there's several and I, I started picking I would pick one and I do this from time to time when I drive I pick one and then I try and reimagine how my life would be different or you know how things would be and it's it's a weird exercise because you always you focus on that moment of the decision mm-hmm. and then you kind of just skip over all the things that got you to the point where you are now yeah and then you know, and I'll use the example, like, maybe there was a girl, and you screwed it up somehow. Yeah. Um, and then you just, uh, like, skip all the years in between, and then imagine, like, oh, what if this girl was, like, sitting beside me, and we were, like, married now? Yeah. And you imagine that. And it's a it's a fun thing, because I think, it's, I don't know if it's human nature or what, but usually when you play that game, you always skip all the in-between. So I became kind of conscious of that while I was driving, and I said, okay, well, what would have to be all the other intermediary changes? Like, mm-hmm. would I live where I live? Would I live in a house like I do? Would yeah. I, and you kind of, I started going through all really the different, like really fleshing out the vision. Yeah, like what... Yeah, just like all these different aspects would would have been different. What would have had to have happened for this to actually take place? Yeah, and like, would I have started eating better if I had gotten with that girl, or I didn't get with the girl? But then, instead of being upset about it, yeah. I just did like DJ's dad, and just and and uh, it's a great one. No, or like DJ Tanner. Thomas Wayne. Thomas I keep Wayne. forgetting oh, his first name. <laughs> like Thomas Wayne. Yeah, so how could I you just forget pick Bruce, Bruce Wayne's dad? Well, I should have just said Bruce Wayne's dad. Yes. Nobody knows who Thomas Wayne is other than Thomas and Martha know. Wayne. I'm pretty sure that one is Martha. Yeah. We were trying to think of someone else's mother-in-law this morning, and we couldn't think of what their name was, so we just started substituting in names that started with M. Nice. You were here. So. Yeah, I was. It was a good okay. moment. Yeah. Just to let all our listeners know like, what the kind of things we do. Like, even the fact that, like, if you would have chosen, a, like, Wendy instead of Martha, that would have changed the course of our conversation to a certain extent. We might have went off on tangent about, like, the hamburger girl. How uh, many names start with W, women's names? Wanda, uh, Wendy. Winifred. That's uh, probably one. Wanda, Wilma, uh, Whitney. Yeah, there's, there's, more there's way there's more, more than, than you thought. thought yeah. yeah, like Willie, but like a unisex, like W I L L I or something like that. And that like, no, it's an I, not a Y. It's, and that's, it's a feminine name. So far, we're just talking traditionally, yeah, like waspy names. Waspy. Not the like you could have all kinds of weird ghetto, Winisha, yeah. Anastasia. Just Win, W Winnie, Winnie from yeah, Win, yeah, Winnie. From, yeah. Uh, I think that's Wonder true for Winifred, though, I think. Winnie? I think so. The Wonder Years. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good show. Anyways, so you're going, like, basically this game that you play with yourself, it's within your own mind, which, A, it's just fascinating what, like, your mind is capable yeah. of thinking about it, um, which can also lead into huge, deep, dark depressions if you dwell on these things. But, but you got to be conscious that... If you start to feel down, you'll be like, you're just feeling you're down because you're, you're just making, doing You're just things. making shit up. Um, so you, like, look at these moments in your life and start to think, like, okay, well, I'm trying to reach my best self. If I would have made different decisions in these moments, how would that have impacted me? Well, and would I be closer to my best self? And it, it, the ultimate goal of it, well, I don't know the goal, but what you should be doing or could be doing, I guess. I, don't know, I shouldn't say should, but is you say, okay, I want to be my best self. What things differently do I have to do or achieve to be my perceived best self? And best self is just whatever you feel, feel is. Feel that like, is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure majority of people have something in their mind, whether it's realistic or not, of what this sort of ultimate self could be. Yeah. Um, like there's, And there's different aspects of it, too. There's like your, per, your I don't know what the word is. You'll, you'll know better than me, but you're like, your image of yourself. Yeah. So, you know, n- not everyone's going to imagine themselves looking like Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Probably half will be George Clooney. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you have your kind of self-image, and one, like, the obvious thing is to try and match those two things. Yeah. Obviously, you're, the facial thing will be different, yeah. but... So, Al- the Alfred uh, Adler was the big guy. He pumped it in there, and he had, there was, um, he had some weird German words, because he was German, but it was like... You had they, your, they do that. You had your ideal self, so oh, that's yeah. kind of like a best self, but like a cooler way to say it. Yeah. Um, which it's is like how the you word, would, It's like using, instead of saying you were short with someone, to say that you were curt with them. Yeah, exactly. It's or, just like, it's not the best, but it's ideal. Um, I like that. So uh, that's like how you would like to be perceived, how you would like to be for yourself. Then you had the way that you just perceive yourself whether that's accurate or not there's like your current perception of yourself um and then there is how i think it's how you view that the world views yourself so how outsiders view you and if you can get all three of those things to get pretty close then you would have your authentic self which is what you're like a lot of self selfies exactly there's multiple aspects of self. it's just like you match those, and that's when you're going to reach your, like, sort of... He didn't use actualization, but he used a word, like, just sort of that is when you're going to have, like, the most harmony is when those things match up quite well. So if you match those, and I'm thinking of it as, like, a like a visual standpoint, and then you have, like, an emotional standpoint. Yeah. And I guess if you match those things, your emotional harmony would be good. Yeah, so, like, if you were to take it, like, let's say your ideal like say you're a narcissist like you love yourself really big ego or something not far off your ideal self and how you perceive yourself will be matched up pretty decent but yeah, the world perfect but the world will not perceive you that way they'll perceive you as like a like a, about douche exactly so um somewhere along those lines so <laughs> since those aren't matching up you're gonna have difficulties in the world right because people aren't giving you the respect or adoration that you expect because yeah. you're perfect, but they think you're a lot about douche. Like, in the case of Justin Bieber, and I'm oh. just bringing this up because I watched the roast and I did enjoy it. Would you, did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I love I any type of comedy, like any type of... Because, like, you sift through, there are some that weren't that great, but... Yeah, I, mean, I thought I'm, it was more spotty. I yeah, thought it was yeah, spotty. But in most of them, there, was, there, there are... Pete, what's his name? What was his last name? Campbell? Davidson. 
Davidson. Amazing. Yeah. I thought he was amazing. Super He funny. was hilarious, and the jokes against him with his gray skin were also great humorous and then also about like his like his dad jokes because there was two like there was the one that he said about like i always wish i I grew up wishing i had a father but then the other guy the other guy came on and said it's like it was like worse than pete's dad kind of thing he's like thanks pete like for the joke and pete's like yeah like so he's helping them like burn himself but burn just at the same time it's like teamwork and his joke his lead out with uh Nice to seeing Shaq's dick hosting it. Yeah. Preferring to Kevin yeah, Hart was, was, was hilarious good. for both of them. Yes. So watch it, everyone. But just with, uh, in his case, so like he's <laughs> going through this sort of like transition. Um, basically, the way he views himself, the way the world views him, and the way his ideal self is, like all of those things are just mishmashing up, and he's in a weird state right now. So he's trying to like. Well, he's got the fame piece too that, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I see what you're saying. So he, he he's got the added bonus of people trying to tell him how to live his life to get to like this image that they feel will sell yeah and then he's like a real person too poor little beebs little beebs but that leads him to do insane and stupid things like pee in mop buckets yeah which i actually have a photo uh on facebook of one of my friends at a party peeing in a bucket and the other guy, like, barfing in that bucket, and there's Luckily, a picture of it. you're not famous enough. So, so yes. yet. <laughs> Check it out, Facebook, if you can find me. It's cheese. No, um, but, like, I'm just saying, like, everybody's done that, but since he's a celebrity, everyone's like, oh, man, Justin Bieber, he's really run off the rails. And the thing, too, is one of the comedians made a, a point about it. It was like, why are your friends videotaping you peeing? Like, why are they just... Honestly, they're every, supposed to be your friends. Every guy on this planet knows the answer to that. Yeah, because it's awesome. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so, like, those things don't mash up, so that, that's when you, like, have trouble in your world. That's his theory. I mean, this is, yeah. like, Adam, this is, like, 1930s. A lot of people don't even know yeah. who he is. He was kind of, like, um, the third one there is, like, Freud, Young, and then Adler. So it was just kind of like he, he was like that a little bit. He was, like, uh... It's like a lonely tulip in front of a skyscraper. Yeah. Two skyscrapers, oh, yeah. Yeah. towers. I guess <laughs> um, he would be like I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to think of like a sports reference or like a famous. Yeah, person. I was thinking of one too, like uh, like the Sutter. So like there's Crosby, Malkin, and then the third center is Brandon Sutter. So Adler is the Sutter. Kind of, and you're like in any other. Hands are going down. Any other team, any other generation, would he be the best guy on the team? He probably could be. Or at least second best. But since he came up in the era of whatever, that's they, they talk about that a lot with Tiger Woods. You grew up in the era of Tiger Woods. Phil Mickelson was there. It was like, yeah. this other person, they would have been like the greatest golfer there. Ernie Els. Ernie Els. Like, that, that could be one. Like, yeah. he was part of the big whatever. But yeah, he disappeared. DJ. Yeah, exactly. They could have been like the greatest of all time, but since they grew up with Tiger, it's just kind of like, oh, well, he's yeah. whatever. So, anyway. Sports. Adler. That's not a team so back to your game. So what did you come up with? Like, what? How did this this change? How did you um, to do things? Or like, what did you learn? Like, that's I guess the big thing is what did you learn from? Well, I think I think you just learn. Like, I, I'm not going to go into specifics because frankly, I don't remember a lot of them. But mm-hmm. usually, I try to. Sometimes I try to relive the same one and then make different choices on the journey to the end point and like keep doing the same one because. The more recent ones, obviously, you're closer to, you know, the, all the, I don't know, the smaller decisions 
between the decision and the end point. You yeah, remember like some the of the further you choices. look back, the more you pick out like these pivotal yeah, moments. Yeah, like if I pick one before high school, I don't remember a lot of what happened in high school on a day-to-day basis. There's like, you know, the big moments, but yeah. um, you can't be like, well, if I would have wore the blue shirt that day, things could have been different. It's true. Um, but probably not. <laughs> so so you, you tend to dwell on more recent ones, but it's a fun game to play. As long as you make sure that, you know, you're not slipping down the stairs and yeah. smashing your shoulders and, uh, like, you know, hurting yourself in some way. But I think the, the take-home was, um, so I, and I did it, I think I did it in a strange way, but I started by looking backwards. And if you were getting any kind of, like, life coaching or anything, they would tell you to look forwards and say, what choices can you make different going forward to get to your better self? Like, what do you need to do to get to who you want to be? Which is a several-step process. First, got to figure out who you want to be. Do you want to be a jazz musician? And you think that's going to be, like, the thing that makes you happy? Or do you want to be, like, super fit? Is that something you start working out? Or do you want to be someone that's, like, really balanced, like, emotionally and, like, aware of themselves and happy and stuff like that? And I think... I didn't know you wanted to be a jazz musician. Well, you know, I played the saxophone in high school. (laughs) Grade 9, music, alto. Um, I think... I know it so well. So so here's one. Um, For some reason, and I don't understand where it came from because he never talked about it at any other point in his life, but when my cousin, who is my age, we'll leave his name out of it because it's on iTunes, but... uh, We'll call him iTunes. Yeah, when iTunes and I were growing up, (laughs) our grandfather told us, when we were going to try instruments for the band, uh, he told iTunes and I that he really liked the saxophone and he would like us to play the saxophone. So he was pretty influential in our lives, iTunes and myself. So we took up the set. We, we went to the band auditions, and we were both musically inclined somehow. I don't understand. Our, none of our parents were, but, yeah. you know, hybrid genetics anyways. Um, we had our choice, basically, of any of the, the wind instruments, percussion, the, the brass. brass. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone we could have chosen... But we both wanted saxophone, but there's a limited number of saxophone oh, yeah. spots oh, in a oh, small time. rural public yeah, school something. band. And, and like you're a kid, like there's no songs that you heard growing up that were like, you know what, I yeah. gotta learn the saxophone. I wasn't a huge like, like Baker Street fan. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But uh, so iTunes was bigger than I was. Yeah. He uh, had reached physiological maturity. Uh, that's probably not the right maturity. That's a plant maturity. Anyways. He was, like, six feet tall in, like, grade six. So oh, yeah, yeah. iTunes. Big big guy. iTunes. iTunes. Well, but he never... That was it. He peaked. Yeah. But anyways, um, so they gave him the tenor saxophone, which is the more popular saxophone I would come to learn in later years. <laughs> and the alto is rarely used in real. Mm-hmm. Like, all the jazz musicians that I aspire to be, tenor saxophone. Mm-hmm. There's a bigger one, too. I forget the name of Baritone? it. Baritone? No, you're just thinking brass instruments uh, that's its own thing uh, but there is it's a it's a it's pretty obscure now you now you're just naming brass uh, instruments saxophone uh, despite being made primarily from brass is there's reed. actually a reed based wind instrument okay. uh, aren't they all wind instruments since you wind it's into them it's technically like a like a hybrid 
whoever came up with that was kind of like, all right, let's... I bet you you could make a brass clarinet, though. Clarinet and flutes are, like, the core well, isn't there, of the Isn't wind. there a saxophone that looks like the clarinet? Uh, yep. It's like the smallest, like the soprano Yeah, it's like a something. straight shot, whereas, like, the alto yeah. has the yeah. up, upward. Is this a soprano? So, no. Uh, anyways, moving on. Yeah. Yeah, I like where you're headed with that, but... Yeah. Anyways, so he got to be the tenor, I had to be the alto, I was the less fantastic saxophone of the two. Um, you were the runner. He the got, so the alto was more like melody, and the tenor was more like so the bass, and oh. no, it was more like the beat and the rhythm, and I was the melody, and just, he had the better parts, yeah. put it that way. And we continued. He stayed with tenor, even though they were both the same, and I could easily have switched when we went to high school because for some reason, our, and I'm, I'm going to blame our mothers, iTunes and I's mothers. Tell me about your mother. For, for making us go into music. Like, oh, it'll be good for you. Music, yeah. culture. Uh, really, looking back, another decision I would have made differently was I would have taken auto shop without mm. question. Uh, I know enough about... The auto shopping now, but the, is the auto shopping? Yeah, it sounds more like like an app on a, on a on a Mac. Just yeah, like, it's like GarageBand. Or well, I just I feel like uh, saxophone. Uh, and we've talked about it in our unprepared podcast, which was episode pre twenty, um, where you bring your car to the garage and they're like, yeah, you're gonna need a. You're going to need your discombobulator uh, cleaned out. We're going to have to vaccinate that with uh, some ionic uh, fluids. And uh, you're going to need your uh, corpus magnus looked at. <laughs> Just get that. We're going to have to take it out. Four or five hour job. It's going to cost you about three grand. Yeah. And I could be like, none of those things are in cars. Yeah. I took auto shop. I, a lot of people took the wood one too, but I feel like... You know that's not going to benefit me in everyday life. Yeah, so. I took a sh- I took the catch-all. That was all of them. Grade nine tech or something like that. Yeah, anyway, I wish I would have done that. Saxophone. God darn music. Native studies for history. Just a lot of poor course selection going on See, in my high school. This is the trap you get into, people, when you play this game. You just start uncovering all these no, decisions. No, this is the trap you when you start. Or you start. <laughs> when you dwell on them. Mm. Um. When you're playing the game for real, it's more fast-paced, a lot of, then this would happen, then this, boom, it's more linear. Yeah. Whereas right now, I'm really popping all over the place. It's like a matrix format. Yeah. Matrices with lines. Yeah. Vortexes. So the saxophone, is the thing you would do different or something? Is yeah, I would, pick, going with I would have picked the tenor, and then I would have a better avenue to become a jazz musician. Oh, yeah. I could have been my best self, which okay. is a jazz musician. Jazz musician, yeah. yeah. Also, so here's another one. Here, here's one that you can't change. Uh, if I want to be like a guy that works in nature, like a naturalist, mm-hmm. or if I want to be like a really good jazz musician, I'd probably have to have a beard or a goatee, and I can't do it. You could probably use that in your music and write songs, like just from the fact that you can't but no one would take me seriously to even listen to the song so that I don't have the telltale goatee of a jazz musician Mm. or the soul patch Mm. I don't have the connectors I tried I've been trying every year secretly I will just go off the grid check myself out from society and grow a fledgling beard to see if 
maybe this year, like perennial leaf fan syndrome. Maybe this year, the connectors between the mustache and the beard yeah. part will... They, no. No offense, Tugboat, but let's take rap for, for, for instance. Predominantly, like, African-Americans doing that type of music. Yep. And uh, they were like, oh, we don't, we don't want to hear any white people. Boom, Beastie Boys. Boom, Eminem. It can be done. You would just you would be like the Eminem of jazz music without having the goatee or the whatever. They'd be like, "Whoa, this guy doesn't have a goatee or beard, but, but whoa, how his much, skills, man? How much skills? How much richer would my life be if I could grow a nice beard that isn't? Well, we've talked about it in the man ones. So, so basically, what you're trying to do is look really hard into something that you cannot change, versus actually something that you could have I could never is, be my best self without a full beard never this is a weird game but would you ever play a game this game and you went what if I was like the opposite gender yeah I've never played that game I don't know that'll, that'll get you going I feel like I have enough work to do as a dude yeah before I yeah. can even start playing girl side I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree but I'm not gonna agree as yeah. well um so again, you learned from this. Oh, just to uh, look forward and make different choices going forward. Maybe get a Fitbit for Christmas and stop eating 7,000 calories a day. Maybe one kilogram of pierogies is more than you need to eat in one sitting. Yeah. Maybe pasta is not the right filling for a burrito. Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. With Alfredo sauce. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if... Uh, I wonder if uh, he listens to this. I do. Never, you'd never be able to get a hold of him. No, the person I'm thinking of always calls me out for the pastor rap. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He doesn't have a phone. I don't think he knows what the internet is. Yeah. He just like does his job in the night and then then rip, sleeps all rips day. on you for yeah. making a pastor rap. Um, things of legend and lore. Um, Tugboat's pastor raps. <laughs> the, the, I only did it once. The one thing three times in that game that's really hard to wrap your head around, or like for anybody for that. Me, I struggle with this like quite a bit. It's just that the little things that you do every day are the things that determine where you would be in the future, and that's really hard because when you look back, you look at pivotal moments and you go, "If I just would have done this small thing differently, things would be significantly different now." But when like, I'm in the moment, it's really hard to make yourself go, if I do this work every day for the next month or for the next year, it will make a significant change yeah. in my life. Instead, you're looking for these like dare to be great, one shot, one tons of effort yeah. concentrated into a small period of time. If coach would have put me in, we would have won state. Oh, yeah. And then like you listen to... like You watch like, behind the music or you read people's biographies. Every single one of them goes... This was the moment. Yeah. Even though they leave out the parts where, like, every day they're working hard on their craft. And then they got their break. Yeah, and then they go, it's like, yeah. Uh, that That's what I find, like, really... And they, they, sometimes they'll, like, make it seem like, oh, it was by chance. Like, I'm just reading the, the Chris Hadfield book right now yeah. and stuff. And he's talking about... It's so interesting how he speaks about himself because he'll talk about, okay, uh, when he went to become an astronaut he applied in the first application there was over 3,000 people applied to be an astronaut and he goes oh you know so I put in my application and I like worked pretty hard on it and stuff oh 
And by the way, like as an aside, he goes, it also helped that I was voted the number one test pilot of all the people in America and won several <laughs> awards. Like, just classic Canadian, like, yeah. just pushing aside by all his way. hard work and accomplishments yeah. and just to say, so like, he sets it up like it was all by chance, but then as an aside, he says, I worked really hard. This is how I was ranked. This was more than serendipitous. I worked every day to become the greatest. Yeah, and then he, and then he said... And then they just picked mine out of a hat. And he said in his interview, like this was his dare to be great situation, in his yeah. interview, I guess he had multiple ones, and they kept referring to this one guy who was like the head of all the interviewers. He's like, oh, you want to take this one, Mac, or something like that? He kept, So then, um, after several interviews... He got uh, Chris Hadfield got asked a really difficult question, and he's like, "Here's my dare to be great, like shot in the dark, huge risk." He goes, "You want to take this one, Mac?" And like that could have ended in like, "Who who's this little piss Who's this little punk, a little pissant and stuff?" Jerk bitch, jerk bitch. <laughs> Instead, they they all like go, "Ah, this guy, you know, what a card, uh, set him up, send him to space, <laughs> space him out, <laughs> space him out." <laughs> Get him up in the space. Space him up. But, okay, so here's a, here's a small decision that could have made that horrific. Mm -hmm. What if he forgot to brush his teeth? He was running a little bit late, maybe took a little bit of extra time in the shower, kind of a little dozy in the morning, decided to let the water run down his back for a little extra, didn't have time to probably brush his yeah. teeth, got to the interview, breathed in Mac's face, smelled like Max onions and dude, garlic, like and then he's like, uh, you take that one, Mac. He's like, yeah, I don't think so. Answer the question. Now. Yeah, it sounds like Mac was just like a... <laughs> totally influenced by breath scent. <laughs> yeah, really strong <laughs> smells. That's why he goes Huge pet peeve. Mac spends like two hours a day, cumulatively, not at once, brushing and caring for his teeth. The Oral health is paramount. The sole reason that he went into space was to get away from the stench of people's bad breath. Just him then, isolated on the on the station. He's got all day. All he does is oral health. He takes notes. He takes some pictures. Maybe a couple hours. But there's 24 hours in that day. Yeah. And two of them are on oral health. Every day. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> he donates like thousands of dollars to floss research every Eating year. champagne. Every day. Every day. Imagine champagne in space. How would that work with all the little bubbles? Would it stay in, like, a drop? I'm picturing, like, weightless comes out. Like, it's a, an big, emulsion. a big glob of an champagne emulsion. floating and changing shapes. Super cool to watch. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, Homer on The Simpsons floating. Oh, eating champagne. That's, I wonder what it would... That basically, I wonder what it would be like to be wasted drunk in space. Because they would probably... I don't know if they've done it or Did not. Did you get the spins? Yeah, like, that's... Because you are the spins. Ooh. Or would they cancel each other out? Ooh. I feel like being weightless... Like, people have a hard time being weightless sober. Some people... Wouldn't don't. you just, like, puke and then have the puke just, like... I know, that would be the worst. Or if you turn off the gravity thing, then it'll all just splat down onto the floor. <laughs> Make yeah. that wicked noise. But yeah. they call the training plane the vomit comet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, sober people are having a hard time, inner ear and whatnot. Oh, that's true. Imagine liquoring them up. Would it be worse or better? Because yeah. you're not perceiving things the same Yeah. when you're loaded. That's the worst, when you, like, lie down and then you start to feel it. It's almost like a vibration starts to shake. You're like, ah, no, it's coming, the spins yeah, are coming. Yeah, yeah, You're trying to avoid it at all costs. I, and you'll notice if you go near me in hotels, 
my counteracting of that, which is why I haven't puked in years from the booze. Okay, that's a lie. Haven't puked from the spins in years. Yeah, everybody that listening to this just like called you out on your. They're like, ah, no, no, yeah, okay, sure. Willow, yeah, yeah. Willow Avenue. <laughs> the hockey tournament last year. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Several times last year, I barfed from yeah, uh, overindulgence because yeah, yeah, I'm old. Call it, yeah, you, you. I can't drink like lie. I used to as often as I used to. Yeah. Anyways, um, I turn the TV on and I just focus on what's on TV and my mind shuts down in a more palatable fashion. The spins are gone because I'm focused on something. Because you don't get the spins when you're up walking around. Yeah. You're looking at stuff. There's stimulus. As soon as you lie down. Weird, hot, sweaty feeling. Oh, yeah. Well, that's more like flu barfs. Oh, yeah. Well, that happens to me when I'm on over. Yeah, it was the same. Like, you're poisoned, basically, the next day. That was fun. One of the guys I work with was talking about, he's like, yeah, like... People get all about, they're like, oh, marijuana, it's terrible for you. You're just putting a chemical in that changes some of the brain processes. Alcohol, you are literally poisoning you're yourself. You're murdering. Yeah, you, it's, a, it's a toxin that you're taking in that alters how you see And it is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But it is fully poisoning yourself. And people are like, oh, no, marijuana is much worse. Yeah. I just think it's um, also funny. why I was talking about marijuana and booze with a colleague. Not sure how we got there. No, I think we talked happened. about shrooms too. Nah, we were talking about space and being drunk. Oh no, in space. I was talking oh. about when I had that conversation oh, I had with my conversation. colleague over oh, yeah, the phone. Yeah. yeah, I just love people's like if it's something inside your body that you're ruining, people don't really care that you much. You don't see it, and then if you have something on the outside, like even if you get like a small abrasion on your arm, you're kind of like, what's that about? What is that about? What did you slip on the top step of your stairs gonna, and fall down? I'm going to phone telehealth immediately and get a nice opinion from I, a nurse to tell me how to care for this. I've never done that. No? No. Is that good? Have you done it? Telehealth? Yeah. I've never done it either. Yeah. It's something I have to do at my job. I refer people to that. Yeah, I should do that someday. Just to like, so what services do you guys offer? Yeah, yeah, they got, like, honestly... And the then world, they'll hang up and they'll be like, that was an easy one. I didn't even have anything wrong with them. It's infinitely better strategy than Googling stuff because they, oh, just, yeah. they just tear... Oh, you have, like, a pimple? Well, that's cancer for sure. Or, or you have, like... Syphilis. You're, like, really hot. Your skin's hot and you can't sleep. And you have, like, when yeah. you scratch, there's, like, hives happening. And then oh, you're, right. like... You're like, I'm dying! You definitely have Lyme disease. Like I got kind of abducted by aliens. <laughs> X-Files, the truth is out there. But uh, I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's hives. I have hives. I'm having an allergic reaction to something. So I went to the truck stop that's open 24 hours. Yeah. Paid $12 for six pills of reactant. Grossly overpriced. But they know they're the only place open. And if you figure out you have hives at 11.30 at night, because you were too stupid to figure out at 6 p.m., when it first started happening, they got you. They got you. So yeah, I uh, I uh, got got the reactant and uh, took two of them, and 20 minutes later, ba bam, no hives. Nice. Sleep. I lost two hours of sleep and twelve dollars. Nice. I lived, and I learned a valuable lesson, and got some pretty gross pictures. Cool. For my own personal dossier. Dossier. You're not going to throw that up on our new home on oh, no, dossier. No. Let's just uh, say my butt was fully visible. Oh my gosh. Um, um, do you ever take nude photos of yourself from behind in a mirror? Uh, nope. I do. 
only when I have hives. But um, the hives didn't get on my butt. Weirdly, they avoided the whole butt area. Did you have to? F- it's like, like an oasis. You have to press the camera flip button on your iPhone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did just to make sure. Actually, no, I didn't. I was I took like four or five oh air shots. I didn't know idiot. about it. You're then. an idiot. I didn't wow. know about. It. Did you know that you don't have to actually push the button? You can just tap the screen twice and it turns around. Yeah. Didn't Who's the idiot? Little, Who's the idiot now? Wow, a little life hack there. Technology. I mean, being friends with iTunes. I mean, you figured you'd learn that day one. Yeah, that's true. But going back to our original conversation after a ten minute tangent, call it a ten minute. 10-minute tangent? Uh, like, um, like the What It Means to Be a Man podcast? No, no, no. no. We're going, oh, no, 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 no. We're going just back to the earlier conversation that we're having just now about, like, your game that you're playing and all that kind of stuff. Kind of left it off at, uh, you know, what you do to, like, move, what can you do now that will impact you in the future? Um, just, like, the little aside that I had was talking about what I thought, like, the afterlife would be, would be, like, you god would would or one of his lackeys would like lead you to a room or whatever denomination you believe yeah in. and and Allah, I, santa claus whatever basically you have your Tom own Cruise. private screening room and yeah. in there uh, this is the sad thing is is how i visualize it is vhs vhs tapes of course like basically like security camera videos and yeah. it's and it's your life from the 80s but it's not just your life as you lived it black and white full color uh, kind of like Wizard of Oz, like your like first five years are all like black and white, okay. and then all, it transitions into color once you can color. start. Once you actually start rem- consciously remembering I your like childhood, that. boom. When we write a screenplay, we're doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but like VHS tapes of your life as it was, but also like basically every scenario, basically every timeline, every scenario possible, or you can even just break it down into, uh, you know. Uh, Cheese's life if he would have made this decision instead of that decision. So what you're saying is like on the big bag of cash radio game that's going on right now where you're like, uh, I'll open another bag exactly, and it's like $512 exactly. yeah, and yeah, then it's yeah, like yeah. I'm going to stop. And they're like, alright we're going to open the next bag and then they open it and it's like and you're like, yeah! Or it's like, 10000 and you're like, no! I'm happy about the 500 that I took home, but I'm like really kicking myself. Why didn't I just tangent to the tangent? <laughs> John Madden. <laughs> that was more. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I so anyway. Oh, no, 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 we're gonna stop Pat Summerall either because I don't sound like a raging alcoholic about to die at any moment. Um, Anyways, Patrick Duffy. Mm, no, we'll go with Frank Caliendo. <laughs> So, tangent to the tangent. Those people started that call with no money. And then they're like, uh, well, I've got 400. You do not have 400. You have the possibility for 400. You need to press your luck. No one is ever going to win the $10,000 unless you're like, another bag. Yeah. Another bag. Yeah. If I ever call into that, which I won't because I have a job, I will... Push, yeah. push it. You have to almost like make that pre-commitment. Well, guaranteed lose. There was one person that's like, they that was their plan. They're like, another bag, another bag. And, and then they were like, oh, you're really going for it here. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, you're not going to win the big prize unless you go for it. Yeah. And then he got to like 800. And he's like, no, screw it. 
good enough. Yeah. I could buy so many Cinnabons with this. Yeah. And and that's, I had a conversation with someone the other day, and it was talking about, like, how, like, when you think about winning the lottery or something, you think of, like, getting $500. And, like, when you have $0 and you get that $500, you go, $500 is going to help me out so much. And then you start thinking about all the things you would want to do with your $500, and you start realizing... Buying Cinnabons? I wish I had $10,000. Like, yeah, dude, $500 is not yeah, enough. No, exactly. But when you think about it from the other perspective, that 500 is greater than the zero that you started with. Like, it's it's That's, a total it's mind. A perspective like, thing. Throw money into a situation, and people's minds just, like, start doing terrible things. There's so many ifs in there. And I've noticed that when I'm talking now, I make hand gestures like Chris Rock does when he's doing stuff. You just watch Chris Rock. He several he, fingers. It is like a weird... Watch Chris Rock's yeah. fingers next time you see him on television. I do it more they like kind Julian of like, without the glass. They kind the of look... His hand turns into like he's twisting a light bulb. But just basically watch him and see what he's doing. The, the light... Honestly, I just thought of it now. Watch Chris Rock. Um, but yeah, throw money in there. We're both doing people's, hand motions. People's minds just like... just screw up like melt. infinitely oh it's it's crazy you um, gotta, so yeah. if you're doing that you gotta decide like you said you gotta go into it pre-decided that I'm gonna go for it no matter what yeah like well I better not I don't wanna spoil the movie draft day but it's good that's good no he's watching that okay so let's tangent that back into your tangent which I so you're remember. sitting in your viewing room nice comfy yes. chair like I mean I'm sure like this like it's heaven you've got like like one of those uh, home it, theaters that it, celebrities probably have it's like ergonomically designed but not in the uncomfortable way that makes your posture like so different from your natural posture that it's painful like just like your perfect body contours like just like the perfect amount of support like a gelatinous chair that you just sink yeah into. like a nice pair of boxer briefs that just like cradle oh, but sweatpants. like sweatpants oh, sweatpants with no underwear that yeah that's you're, you're rolling the dice there yeah you yeah. know what i'm talking about the gray ones yeah or, yeah. or sacks underwear where they have little liners that cup your sack yeah it exists Ooh. if you want this to pay, is new to me if you want to pay 40 dollars for a well, pair of i have underwear. a job yeah there you go. Sack crate. You'll never be able... That's the thing. I think you would never... I wouldn't want to do it because you can never go back. Like, you would just... Yeah, be like true. my My testicles feel dangerously undersupported right now. My uncle put me on a dangerous path by giving me a pair of Tommy Hilfiger underwear that didn't mm -hmm. fit him. He didn't try them on. He saw that the package wasn't his size. Mm -hmm. And he gave them to me. And now... Yeah. I never bought underwear before. I always would just wait till Christmas and then that would be like a filler gift. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, just boxer briefs, mom. Same size as last year. All right. Yeah. Now I'm like exploring underwear sections at stores, being like, I gotta find this feeling. Yeah, dudes, it's like, get it together. It's like ball heroin. Like I'm just chasing the dragon of that support. Oh yeah, I I view it very much as like a um, just like a, like an infant, like just a feeling of safety and comfort, just like a nice warm blanket for your for your nutsack but with enough breathability that you're not going to get like you know like that perfect temperature where it's super comfy but you're not like sweating yeah. or like you know basically when you wake up in the morning i see that as like a like in a winter time wrapped like in a way station like you either pass through it one way or the other it's like a way station at the perfect time and then you like note it yeah like kevin from the league said when he was wearing his sweatpants, his wife was trying to get into those sweatpants. He's like, no. It's like my junk is being just 
held by angels in a, a river, like with a river of feathers <laughs> flowing underneath it. Nice. A tepid river of, of feathers? Yeah. Do feathers have temperature? Oh, I just went with the river. I didn't hear you say the oh. feather part. Yeah, it's like a river of... Anyway, it's a whole uh, thing. That'd be too ticklish, I would think. Watch the league on FXX Canada. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, so so you're in you're that chair. Room. You're in your viewing room. You get to watch all this stuff. And you just kind of think, like, you could you could basically drive yourself insane looking at, like, how it could have been. But then you're, you're in heaven anyway, so, like, things worked out well. Like, hell, uh, they would probably just force you to watch those videos and show you all the things that could have been way better. Well, and what if you love like, that? I don't know. What if that, like, turns you on? You love, like, well, oh, man, what if I did that? Well, fast forward into, like, movies somewhat like The Matrix or things like that where, like, they, you could, like, virtual reality in the future essentially could be that. You could set on how you want your life to go, basically your plan for your life, ultimate thing, program that into the virtual reality and just sit in that virtual world and, and just live out your fake life like that. Which over would, and over again. Without having to do any of the actual effort yourself. That sounds cool. Yeah. But is it, though? What kind of life is that, you know? It depends. If, if you can make the simulation go at, like, five times speed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there was an episode of X-Files... So many of my conversations Tugbo like has been binge watching the X Files <laughs> from start to finish, and coincidentally, Whoa, point of fact, coincidentally, I started before the announcement. Coincidentally, it's coming back. It's coming back. I listened to the Nerdist podcast with Jillian Anderson in January. Tugbo's just fucking promoting every show and everything across <laughs> the planet here, like. I'm just, it's just cross-promotion. Just waiting for them to start promoting us right back. Yeah. Anyways, she was talking about X-Files, and as a young man, A, I didn't get that channel, because mm-hmm. we only had two, and B, it was way too scary. For yeah, me. I'm, cheese ain't touching that. <laughs> yeah, the no. alien thing? No, like, like <laughs> oh, what's already... There's so much that would keep you up at I night. don't need more concrete <laughs> evidence for how terrifying <laughs> aliens are in my life. So far, though, that. so far, the aliens, not that scary. Yeah. It's all the other weird stuff. You know. Anyways. The truth is out there. I'm I'm more focused on what's in I'm, here. I'm you cool know? in here. <laughs> the truth is in here. I'm about self-discovery, so... Oh, now I forgot what episode I was going to talk about. Jillian Michaels or something you were saying? Jillian Anderson. Sorry. Agent Dana Scully. Come on, man. You're better than that. I'd come on, Agent Scully, if you know oh, what I mean. Her husband and children would deplore that. Deplore? <laughs> well, I would deplore some of my load onto... You mean deplore? No, deplore. Decant? Deplore. It's deploy. Uh, she's using a decanter because she's classy. Good line. That's a good line. <laughs> um, nope. Yeah, we're going to pass on that. We're gonna, that so tangent you're, just so blew you're itself sitting out. in your lazy boy reviewing all your stuff. Um, yeah. I think that'd be, I think that, like, that virtual reality, I would do that. Something about a hell? Yeah, they would just play it on rewind. Like your worst yeah. moments, like all the moments you regret, just put it on rewind and you're like, come on, do something different. And you're like, no. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. Virtual reality time. So there was an episode where there was a ship went through a certain place near Norway and the engine just shut off and 
time sped up for those people. Okay. So there was like these 28-year-old crewmen, seamen, if you would, yeah. on the ship, and some of them escaped, and they got to a hospital, and they looked like they were like 160, but it was the 90s, so the makeup and visual effects were terrible. And uh, they were like, oh my god, this man's only 28 years old! But he looked like he was like 428 years old. Okay. So if you could rig the simulation, maybe do it on that ship, I don't know. Um, go to Norway, beautiful country, and set up your virtual reality, and then the time will go fast. You'll get to do like seven or eight lifetimes mm. of what if in your virtual reality, your chair, river of feathers, cushioning your junk. You'll be able to do all of it and do several. To your point, if it's linear time and you're doing one lifetime of what if over your actual lifetime, your reality lifetime is you just sitting in a super comfortable chair. Yeah. Probably with matrixy tubes hooked up to you to nourish you, suck the waste out of your colon. Yeah. Probably not a real existence. But now we get into more technical, the most technical show. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Did an episode on that where Mac and uh, DeVito, whatever his name is in the show. Wow. Did I really? Frank. Frank. Wow. And Charlie. Yeah. All get into this virtual game online and D and they're playing like you gotta have their characters and Dennis is like no I, reality guys you gotta you gotta be out that's not real and then he has like this existential crisis mm-hmm. where he's like well it's real and then he was showing like his montage of him banging girls where it's always him like in his bedroom talking to the girl and like pretending to do their hair and then he just pushes their head down yeah, out yeah, of yeah. frame yeah. yeah and then he's like talking to himself who's British it is was like, this like the online dating game? No, episodes, right? when they were playing the online game. And they oh, were like, yeah, 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 was yeah, like yeah, a hot yeah, chick because yeah, yeah, he wanted to trick dudes. And yeah. So then Dennis has this, like, he's in, like, you. a white heaven type of space. And yeah. there's, like, another Dennis talking to him, like, some other version of Dennis. And then he, like, pushes Dennis's head. Oh, and he's like, what? Yeah. No, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just does it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was just thinking about this now. Like, what happens, like, let's say today um, someone came up to you and gave you five movies, like DVDs, mm-hmm. of the next, say, 40 years. Like, I'd watch four- them all immediately. Exactly. So 40 years of your life, but you had to choose one of them, and that would be your path. That would be awesome. Yeah. You would have to make... So at the end of watching the DVD, is it like, boom, and then I'm that? It's not a game show where you, like... No, 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 no. I'm talking logistically, so after I watch the DVD, I am that person, or I live through that whole DVD. No, you you watch the DVD to see what's projected, and then based after, like, you could either do... And then I have to live that way? You could either do a big bag of cash scenario where, like, you... Basically, like, a showcase showdown where you see that movie, and you go, is this what I want? And you can, like, you know, say no, and then you'll get another movie pop up. Or that would be tougher. Or you would watch all five in entirety, and then just from the best one, just go. That's what I want my life to be like. So that's that's the one I'm. Yeah. I was envisioning the big bang of cash one. That would be really tough. It's it's kind of like what's behind door number one, essentially, right? Yeah, but there's five of them, so the math doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So that'd be 
that'd be a cool cool scenario. But, but even but, if but you could look at two and then pick the best one, you could still get to your preferred yeah, path. Exactly. And what you can do is you can use that as a tool to like, what would be my next step? Because essentially, looking at your life as a movie, you can kind of see, well, where's the next? Which of course I do constantly. Yeah, exactly. So like, what's your net? What's your end? goal, where would you like to be, how would you like to that direction, and then you start going, okay, well, I need to do this, this, and this to get to that place, and blah, 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 blah. Back to Chris Hadfield. But you have a you have a whole, your intermediate path is shown. It'd be different if you showed, like, a clip Well, no, like, yeah. this is your... You're not going to have to watch this DVD for 40 years. It's just going to show you, like, nice snippets of what it's uh, kind of, like, you know, what, you know what I mean. It's almost like it's showing... Like a movie. Five different guys, forty years from now, who are all you, and the, it's like the Rob Lowe commercials where there's like disgustingly disorganized Rob Lowe. Like, have you seen? You haven't seen those because you don't have cable. But there's yeah. all these different Rob Lowe's. You would love those, by the way. Yeah. Um, and there's like Rob Lowe that has Direct TV, and then there's Rob Lowe that has cable, and okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. awkward socially gotcha. awkward. Yeah. There's, so you have like five different versions of Tugboat. Yeah. And then I have to pick which version, and then I live the next 40 years trying to become that individual. Yeah. Yeah, so that's basically picking your best self and then, and then doing exactly, it. Exactly, but it's fun because it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie! And basically, if you ever, like, watch movies and stuff, and you look at, like, the writer's life or something, because something like Woody Allen, like, he even did it in, I think, Annie Hall or something, where he just went, uh, I, just, I, just write it, I just wrote a, a screenplay about, like... Uh, you know, the girl stays with me and, and caters to my every demand, be- but in real life, you know, she dumped me because I was just a selfish, like, narcissistic prick, you know? And, like, that's that's kind of what, like, a lot of writers do. You can make a movie about yourself, but create the yeah. alternate ending, the ending the way you would have wanted it to go or how it's you would like it to go. Um, or never, you can do the opposite, uh, you know? I never thought of that. Because there's a lot of truth to it because you are that person. Yeah, like, in anything it you watch... It's like, totally relatable to Like, you. super bad. I mean, that was yeah. based off of how, like, what their life was like, or, like, freaks Pretty sure that was just one that. weekend of their life that they yeah. just chronicled. Yeah, and you can kind of play it up. As just like on the tugboat.ca chronicled the 2015 Plunger Toss Championship. Yeah. Check it out today. <laughs> tugboat.ca. I guess the tugboat.ca really does sponsor the podcast because that's where it lives, but we don't get any money. You essentially be sponsoring yourself. Yeah. So you would. So I'm just. You would fork out some cash, and then you're kind of getting it back, but not. I love how we do a lot of talk about sponsorships, but no, never. Probably never. Not for us. But, and the editing too. The guys doing the editing, I have to say, have been doing a bang up job lately. Oh, so many curse words have been taken out. So many. And slips, nip Shit. slips. <laughs> Take that out. <laughs> Good luck, idiots. <laughs> um, so that that's so basically that's a little thing to like if you're ever bored, a little something to do instead of like you know t- tuning out, binge watching something, play the little game. Where you start thinking about, like, say your past, what would happen if you did certain things differently, and how would that make you into your a different self today? Or you can go, well, what's my best self? How can I play this out in the next forty years? What can I do in the moment to be able to make sure that 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 stuff kind of happens? And that, you know, you'll get it together, right? Get it together. You get it together. Other fringe benefits I find for myself personally is sometimes you stumble upon memories that 
otherwise would have been lost because you don't you don't walk down memory lane too often anymore. Oh yeah. You get to a certain age, and then the other one is it just uh, flexes your imagination muscles. Big time. Makes your brain work. Which doesn't work as well nowadays because we spend so much time like watching TV and having yeah. like creative things done for us that we don't sit around and yeah, kind of it, exercise. It's like lumosity for creativity. Yeah. Like, you know how many, like, those... Check out Lumosity today. <laughs> like, you know movies like, uh, what's it called? The one Leonardo DiCaprio... Uh, Inception. Inception. Yes. Or uh, The Shining. Like, just movies with endings that just make you think, like, inspire yeah. inspiration. Whereas nowadays, like, a lot of people kind of like to have that ending that, like, wraps everything in a neat little package and you know exactly what happens and you're just like, oh, that's nice. Like Breaking Bad. Yeah, I just like ones where they just kind of leave you with this weird twist that just leaves you. I find my measures for films, there's two kind of measures. One, it makes you think, or two, it elicits like a pretty profound emotional response. Two, like like Toy Story 3. Which I never watched. But either you walk Uh, out like super sad, or you're like feeling like tough like a war movie or something you're like yeah now I'm good. like yeah like I was the Punisher maybe I was ripping through Fast and Furious and I just wanted a car with some lights on the bottom and I'm like I mean I have a manual so I'm like uh yeah. shifting gears and I'm like oh like this can get dangerous real quick because you start feeling it and you're like what yeah. would happen so yeah so, anyways so the movies change your reality yeah that makes a good movie for me yeah. some kind of power to change real life I like the ones where it gives me, like, five minutes of that feeling, and then it just really yeah. quickly goes away, or I put on a different yeah. movie. You do, like, a little 180 in front of iTunes' house with your car, because uh, you just came from the original Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. Vin Diesel, baby. All right. Well, that wraps that up. A little unplugged version of the Do we have any open tangents? I think we've closed all the we, tangents. I think we knitted them up pretty well. Uh, yeah. Shout out to iTunes. Not the, like, music. Not thing. the music giant. The individual person. Yeah, just thanks for letting us talk about you, but not... Without your permission. Actually, no, it was Admiral Bonesaw. We've already named him in another one. Oh. And the Leaf one that you weren't on. Oh, yes. Admiral yeah, Bonesaw. iTunes oh, yeah. is Admiral Bonesaw. Admiral Bonesaw is iTunes. Whoa. Can I have a, like, Finkel moment here? No? Whoa. Okay. Well, let's, uh... We went over time. That's all right. We do every time. Though. Wrap it up. Shut down. Get it together. Find you and be your best self. www.thetugboat.ca